welcome back to another episode of The Art of Giving a Damn. My guest today is Anastasia Choplis, and she's got a very unusual combination of scientific curiosity and heritage as a fourth-generation healer that makes her very uniquely qualified to understand some very interesting parts of uh, health, success, relationships. So, Anastasia, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Michelle. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited to have a conversation because your journey to where you're at is really fascinating. You retired after 40 years as a physicist and quantum researcher, and now you are doing something pretty dramatically different. Oh, yeah, very dramatically different. It might sound dramatically different, but it really isn't. (laughs) Okay, so so walk us us through, like, the short version of what you do and then how you went from – quantum physics into this. Okay, so the short version of what I do is I um, discovered that I can move energy, and from that I created medical miracles. Well, it's not me. It worked through me. And so I do two things right now. I work with people individually to help them heal Mm -hmm. and get past where the doctors all said, there's nothing more we can do for you. You'll have to live the rest of your life. And then I also teach people how to do the things that I do because I've systematized it. And where I came from was I studied vibrations of matter as a physicist. Mm-hmm. And when you're in the vibrational world, you're in the quantum world, right? Because everything is mm-hmm. vibration. All of our atoms, our electrons, our mm-hmm. protons, neutrons, and subatomic particles are all some sort of vibration. So, so by studying vibrations of matter, I got to understand the world in a, in a very different way. Like when I yeah. look at things, wherever I go, wherever I look at things, I go, oh, that's how that works. You know, you know, like you see colors or a spider web or, you know, oil slick on the road, mm-hmm. anything, I see it in mm-hmm. terms of science. And so I also look at the body in terms of science. So that's why, that's how the two connect. That is that is really fascinating. So what was what was the conversation that you had when you decided to, you know, retire after forty years as a physicist that had you decide, let me go into this for kind of the next phase of life? Well, I have to tell you that nobody decides that. You're kind of it, you uh, it's a calling. It's like Fair you, enough. Can't, you can't not do it. Like I could not not mm-hmm. do it. And and it's it's like, you know, the way everything is. First you get a little tap on the shoulder, and then you get a little bit louder voice, and then you get a knock on the head, and then pretty soon somebody comes with a big four-by-four four and knocks you flat, and you're going, yeah. okay, I guess I'm not supposed to be doing this anymore. <laughs> and the knocking flat was I got very, very sick. And I was doing all the right things. I was, you know, Mm -hmm. running six miles before breakfast and lifting weights and, you know, eating a healthy diet. I was nice and lean and I had this super duper high blood pressure and I was like really tired and high cholesterol and body pain from head to toe. Mm. And I was only like 42 years old. So, so I, I just said, uh, there's got to be something more to health than just this. And that's where I, you know, took a deep dive into energy medicine. And I was still working as a scientist and studying 
energy medicine. I became a Reiki master. I, you know, studied lots of books. I did uh-huh. a lot of reading, a lot of meditating. And, um, you know, I got a lot of information. You know, the, the, the universe is full of great information. Everybody gets inspirations, and that's what I did. And about five years ago, I opened up a private practice. I was doing, you know, free healings on people. And just mm-hmm. over five years, it was March of 2013, I opened up a private practice. And in two weeks, I made like $3,000. And I'm going, <laughs> wow, this was easy. Oh. <laughs> uh, I can see where that would, that would give you some uh, confidence to move that direction. But I got to ask, when you started kind of diving into saying that while you were still doing physics what did people around you think did you have conversations with them about it no because whenever anybody talked so i worked when i worked at unlv which is university of nevada in las vegas Uh um, they had a department of existential studies (laughs) and i would see the guests come in and i was Uh like oh yeah so that george anderson oh yeah he sounds interesting he channels right Uh Channels. He leads a medium, and he listens to the ghosts that from the other side giving messages to their huh. life. And I went to see him, and there were like 600 people in the audience, and it was totally wow. fascinating. And I'm sitting there listening. I go, yeah, he's telling the truth because I could just – I have like a BS meter inside me, and I'm going, yeah, he's telling uh-huh. the truth. It's all my experience. That's just how it happens. Yeah. And then the uh, the rest of the physicists in my physics department were going, oh, did you see who's there? Department of Existential Studies. <laughs> I'm going like, I'm not telling them. <laughs> right. That's, that's kind of what I was wondering because that very, very scientific left brain physicist type, uh, it seems so opposite of the more spiritual energetic stuff. It's so interesting the way you've blended them together. Yes, and the great thing about that is that as I piece things together, like I'll hear a piece of information, uh-huh. like I heard a piece of information, let's say, 25 years ago, and uh-huh. then somebody says something now, oh, you know, sugar feeds cancer. And I'm going, oh, yeah, there was a study in Italy of uh, women, the ones that had the highest incidence of breast cancer, ate the most pasta, right? So that's just like this little bit of information. And that's Mm -hmm. how I do everything. You take a little information and you go, oh, yeah, I remember that. Like, why did it stick Mm -hmm. in there? I don't know. (laughs) No, but it's good that it does. So it sounds like a lot of what you do is just connecting the dots from everything that you've learned. Right? So that's really fascinating. So for example, the energy field that's around us. Mm-hmm. A doctor measured it like oh, almost a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. The medical science has known about the energy field of the body for over twenty five years. I mean over almost ninety years. This is like in the nineteen thirties, right? So okay. at twenty twenty, we're at twenty eighteen. So mm-hmm. so it's almost, it's like 90 years they've known about this and yet they deny its existence. Mm-hmm. And now and now we're measuring uh the the radiation of emotions off the heart by the HeartMath Institute uh-huh. that are that are feeling they can measure them out 20 feet. But I think wow. I think that they're farther cuz the heart has the mm-hmm. strongest emanation out of the body. It's like got the biggest, biggest reach. 
uh, that is really fascinating. So I, I, I'm wondering, and I think, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people that I talk with, a lot of the listeners have had this conversation with me um, that when they came out, so to speak, about, you know, having this other side of themselves where they do see, uh, I guess, like combining those sides of the world, the, the very logical with the spiritual and energetic side, um, it was a challenge for a lot of them to have conversations with family or colleagues or others about it. What helped you to make that transition? Like looking back, what do you wish you had known or what's some advice you would give to somebody who's thinking, this is actually, I want to move in that direction. They see what you've done and they're thinking, how the heck did she do that? Well, I, I take it and I make it sound like it's totally normal to everybody. I don't use Wu language okay. to describe it. And, the you know, people will call, so auras and chakras, what they really are is your body energy field, which is generated by the entity that's you that's sitting inside this body. Mm-hmm. And, and the chakras are really... Um, are really in and out channels where we can release energy, where we can also take in energy. So they have to be open to feed the various parts of the body. And, and we have them on every joint, you know, we have them everywhere. We have thousands of them on the body, but the major ones are like around the heart, around the throat, your third eye, things like that, things mm-hmm. that you have. So I just talk about it in really practical terms, and because I know a lot of biochemistry and physiology, I just pull it all together for people, and they say, well, what are chakras? And I say, well, actually, yeah. if you look on a physiological diagram, you'll mm-hmm. see that all the nerve endings come together right here at the throat or right here at the heart. You'll see us in nerve endings and receptors. And this has been researched, uh, you know, by one researcher who discovered the meridians of the body are aligned along all the receptors. So like endorphin receptors, for example, line along the meridians. So so I just tell it in practical terms so everybody goes, oh, yeah, that makes total sense, right? Yeah, that that does make sense. And it it is interesting how much of what, um, certain cultures especially, I think, have looked at over decades or centuries. Just now, Western medical science is going, oh, well, there might be something to this. That's, that's got to be really cool for you to watch and see people starting to come around more to yeah. what's possible. Right. It's coming full circle. So a um, lot of the, the people that are in the spiritual science are st- or in the spiritual world are starting to look at science and going, oh, look, yeah. it connects the dots and yeah. vice versa, yeah. the people in the science mm-hmm. world. So for, for you telling me about the family members, I grew up with a grandmother always having, you know, precognizant dreams. Oh, wow. So, so then when I told my mom, I finally admitted to her, uh, you know, that that I had all these skills. And she goes, oh, just like my mom. <laughs> no, it was not like, uh, it was not tough. And, right. So, and so your I, family was pretty, pretty open to it. Yeah, and then I told my brother, and he goes, he goes, yeah, when I was little, I saw the spirits. I'd be laying in bed, and the one would lean huh. over me, and I'd go, get out of here. <laughs> so he's a clairvoyant. My daughter's a clairvoyant. I'm a clairsentient. My sister's a clairsentient. My dad's a clairvoyant. Like, we all have these skills. But the thing is that everybody has them. It's just that we 
so the difference between a person that can that is sensitive to that and the mm-hmm. ones that aren't are um, it's actually in the field. So our field mm-hmm. has like our experiences, our thoughts, our feelings. They're all there. And when it's like mm-hmm. um, in the old days, televisions used to have snow on them, right? Right, yeah. yeah. It's like you can't see the picture for the snow. And so it's the same thing. You can't see it yeah. for the snow. And so getting calm yeah. and centered and some deep breathing will allow you to tap into that world because we all have access to it. Yeah, I definitely remember the snow on the TV, and you'd have to adjust the little rabbit ear antenna and maybe put foil on it to get it to work. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> bend the arms. <laughs> so I guess it's a matter of where we're, we have access to those other parts of reality, but you got to get your antenna pointed the right way, so to speak. Exactly <laughs> right. Exactly so right. If somebody is listening and, and they're wondering, okay, well, what do you do to really open yourself up and, and repoint your antenna? You mentioned, you know, getting still and calm. What are some practical steps people can take? you know, every day to deepen their connection with the more spiritual, energetic side of things if they're looking for that? Well, I call that part energy hygiene. You know, you wash mm-hmm. your hair, you take a shower in this heat, mm-hmm. like sometimes two, three times a day. Sometimes, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, so, so there is something that I call energy hygiene. So mm-hmm. just uh, the most important thing that we have is connections to other people. Right, so those connections sometimes can get muddied. So every morning when I get up, is I release mm. all the connections because I'm a healer. Everybody gloms on to me at night, and I just release all the connections. I'll uh, do some some yoga, some stretching, and get the meridians moving. And you know, exercise is good for everybody. I'll go outside and go for a walk, and then I'll come mm-hmm. back and I'll take a salt shower, which means you just put some salt in your hand, wet it, and start at the top and work your way down. And what the salt does is it releases the excess or nervous energy off the body. It just cleans off what I call the poopy energy, right? So, so those are some things. And then the other is to straighten up your spine, pull your shoulders back, and take some nice deep breaths all the way. <laughs> as far as you can go because um, most people you know women were taught we shouldn't have a gut that hangs out so we suck it in and then everybody breathes from the chest and that deep breathing is what helps bring you back down into your body and then I have a free little 11 minute called wake up your brain audio it's free Go on my website, scientifichealer.com and download it and that does it all for you (laughs) oh well, that sounds like a great solution for those listening or watching, wherever you're catching this, there will be a link somewhere near the audio or the video in the show notes where you can find that. Um, wake up your brain audio and make sure that you download a copy of that and, uh, and take a listen. Yeah, it takes you deep into trance in a few minutes, okay. and then it huh. just sets your energy body and takes you out, and then you're ready to go. I have some people yeah. that listen to it two or three times a day because their their brain gets all confused by everything. They're running a big mm. big business. One of my one of my uh, clients runs a half a million dollar business out of her home, mm-hmm. and it helps keep her her priorities straight. And that's I think that because a, a lot of times when we're overwhelmed by or taking on a lot of energy, it's hard to stay focused to to keep mm-hmm. going through our calendar, our list. That makes a lot of sense. 
It does. And then the other thing that people can do is I I have lots of little classes. You know, I even have Mm -hmm. a a little program that teaches you five or six, like there's four major tips of what to do every day. Mm -hmm. If you just do those four things, which takes under five minutes, um, you know, it it makes a really huge difference. I just taught one of them, and I'll just teach it right Mm -hmm. now. I just taught one of them to one of my... Um, friends, clients, and uh, she does she does phone sales all day long, and you know how oh, phone okay. sales, right? You get on the phone, the other person's needy, or they're you know n- uh, pleading poverty or what, and it can be challenging, right? You get off the phone and you're going, oh, right? Yeah. So I said, just imagine that person has hooked into you, so now you're going to release all the hooks, let it all go down into the ground, give them back their energy, reclaim yours after every phone call. Mm -hmm. And and so by the end of the day, she still had energy left instead of going home completely flat on their back. So that's just that one tip changed her life. You know, what's interesting about that is there's so many things that we don't even realize are happening energetically that the minute somebody points it out and gives us that kind of tool to deal with it, it's like, oh, well, that makes total sense. I see why that would work, but you just don't think about it because we're, we're not, that's not the kind of things that you learn in school, no. not, not normal school. <laughs> no, and I, you know, I, I'm, I was so sensitive from the time I was little that if I walked in a room and somebody was upset, <laughs> you know, like an old a boyfriend or whatever, I'd walk in a room mm-hmm. and I'd go, so why are you upset? Uh, I'm not. And I said, well, you said you look mad. I'm not mad. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and I'm going, okay, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, uh, you know, there, and I, I think we all feel that. Like when somebody's happy in a room, it cheers us up. And when somebody's upset, you get, like for me, it feels like itching powder goes all over my body. Mm. Right. It's it's interesting because I think a lot of, I know a lot of my listeners and a lot of the people that I work with as clients, they're coaches, they're consultants, they're healers. They're very, very sensitive Mm -hmm. to those types of emotions from other people. And it's, it's interesting because it is both a huge gift and a strength and it can also be a weakness if we don't know how to handle it. Like you said, when you're not even fully aware, you walk in a room and it's like, whoa, what is going on in this room? Uh, it, it can be a challenge, but it is really a huge gift if you know how to use that. Right. And so, so there, you know, I, I, you know, on my YouTube channel or on my blog, I give like little tips all the time. For, for people like if you have a if you have a, a horrible boss from hell or you know you have an ex that you keep getting hooked into and it drives you down like all, there's like tips for all those things what to do I have a lot of free gifts you know like mm-hmm. an energy clearing between people or awesome. right so so those are those are little things that that can make a huge difference in your life. Yeah. I, I cleared off, um, you know, people said, I have a, a stalker that's following me around, and I don't know how to get rid of him. He's calling me all hours of the day or night. So I did this little thing. It took 10 minutes, and mm-hmm. he didn't. He, she didn't hear from him for three weeks, and then he says, I don't know what happened, but I can't feel you anymore. So I just disconnected them energetically, and so he just disappeared out of her life. 
right? So those kinds of things, like you wouldn't think they were energetic. You would think it's because he's somehow crazy. But there was an energetic connection that needed to be released. So there's there's got to have been a lot of a lot of fascinating things that you've worked on over the years. What has been your favorite thing about what you do? I think my favorite thing is that people are now thriving where they weren't before. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, the first time it happened, I had a well. I had two cases. One, I had a mm-hmm. case in which a guy was in a coma, and he was uh, he, he he got told by the doctors that he wouldn't survive. He was in a bad car accident, ah. had brain injury, had a broken arm and a broken leg, and a truck had T-boned him on a bicycle. So he mm-hmm. he was very badly injured, and wow. uh, I, I've known him since he was a little boy. He's a member of our church. I belong to a Greek mm-hmm. church. And uh, so I went in the hospital, and I could tell he was about to die. You know, I could see, I could, you know, I just have this sense about it. And I told him he had to get back down into his body. And um, I did healings on him, and he, I had to keep checking in with him because his, his spirit kept trying to escape the body, so I just kept pulling him oh. back in. And he woke up three weeks later, and he's fine now. And wow. when I got first tasked with doing that, um, because it was a family through family, when I got tasked with doing that, I thought, "Who, my God, who am I to make that kind of difference in the world? Who am I? Mm-hmm. And what I heard is, who are you not? Right? Like, why not you? So then, so then things started happening where I had a lady who was very sick because she had a, a suppressed immune system and she had it for 40 years. And within two months, her immune system came up to normal. And, wow. and the, she had been to the top experts in the country in her mm. particular condition, which I had never heard of. And now she stopped being on antibiotics. She started being able to go out and enjoy her children and her grandchildren. She, her business started thriving. She wasn't doing anything different. She was this cheerful person. And I go, you know, mm-hmm. my God, her life transformed from, you know, being a, a recluse to having a real life. Mm-hmm. And then another one inherited a kidney disease and was on the transplant list and ready to go Mm -hmm. into dialysis in the meantime. And now he's 71 with functioning, healthy functioning kidneys, right? So even though, even though, you know, the, it seems kind of hard to believe, but if you were to, to plot the trajectory of where his life would be at the moment, if he would still be alive. You know, I, I started working with him four years ago, and mm-hmm. he's on a maintenance plan now because I told him, well, you can fly on your own. He goes, no, 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 no. <laughs> half, half hour a month. I said, okay, we'll do half hour a month. But, um, you know, he's got healthy functioning kidneys, and he, and, you know, he talks about me all the time. So this is the interesting part. So everybody knew of his condition. He talks about me all the right. time. And he recommends me to people all the time, but nobody ever calls. I bet. <laughs> is that funny? That's, that is really interesting. You know, I, I think sometimes certain certain things are so almost unbelievable that people don't dare hope it might be possible. 
Yes, and I and I have dozens of cases just like, and these are just a few. Yeah. I have dozens of cases just like that. I have um, mm. my my book has seventy five case studies in it, and that was written like three mm. years ago. That was only after I'd been in practice for two years. Well, and for those who are curious and listening, where can they find your book at? Well, it's on Amazon. It's called it's the on Diamond. Amazon. Yeah, it's called the Diamond Healing Method. Get healthy no matter what your doctor says. And if you go onto my website, you'll find it right there. There's a link right from my website, the front page. You just scroll down the page, and it's right there and linked right to Amazon. Awesome. And Anastasia's website, for those of you listening or watching, is scientifichealer.com. When you land on the page, there's a couple of things you can find. If you scroll down a little bit, you'll see the Wake Up Your Brain audio as well as some support resources for those who are healers and in business. So definitely stop by, check that out. You can also find her radio show and some other cool uh, goodies on her site to dive in a little more and find out what she does, how she may be able to help you if you're struggling with some of the things that we've talked about or you know someone who is. You know, one of the things that you said, just to kind of wrap up here, that I think would be good to leave people with, you said when, when you started feeling... Like, you know, who am I to do this? And you heard that voice that said, who are you not? That's one of the things that, you know, I talk with clients a lot about. They'll say, well, I kind of feel like, how dare I? And, and my response is always, how dare you not? You have a gift that you can help people and change the world for people if you get out there with it. And it can be tough sometimes to get past that, who am I? How dare I? So what's one piece of advice that you would give anyone who's struggling with that, who they know that, like you, they have something they're supposed to be doing, but they have that, who am I feeling? So one of the things that I learned in doing all of this, this it's really profound work, and it's very intimate. When I work with somebody, I'm reaching into mm-hmm. their body energetically. Very profound work. <clears throat> that One of the things that, that I learned is that we're all infinite beings of light, mm-hmm. and there are no limitations And so um, everyone, like my task is to teach people that this is possible and to show them that it's possible. Here's the science. Here we proved it. Here we're doing it. Mm -hmm. Show them. And also to give them a system to work within so they can do this for themselves and grow from it. So we are truly infinite beings of light. We're just composed of these vibrations. And we... Our thought processes and our wishes can dictate how it goes, mm-hmm. right? And like a lot of people, like, you know, I don't look that old. Well, I'm going to, I'm 65 going on 66, right? Oh, no, you do not look that old. <laughs> so, so, you know, and, uh, you know, and I, I just went out yesterday and did 120 lunges down the street, you know, up and up and back. Right? Wow. So people are going like, you know, uh, so I just want you to know that you don't have to age at the same pace. You don't have Mm -hmm. to, your brain doesn't have to go away. You don't have to be sick. I have Medicare. I never use it. Um, (laughs) That's a good thing. (laughs) So there's there's all these things and we're truly infinite. So if if you want something to happen, you can make it happen. And if you stop yourself, you will stop yourself. Right. So whatever whatever your heart desires you can have. And anytime you say, Well, what do you mean I can't I, I can have that? What? 
And so usually we stop ourselves. Like I've stopped myself many times. And I have to keep reminding myself, you're an infinite being of light. You could do whatever you Mm -hmm. want. You could create whatever miracle you want to happen. Mm. Right? That is a great perspective. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing a few minutes with me here and coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're most welcome. It was my, I love talking about these stuff, as you can obviously tell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that you, that the other thing is that joy is the highest expre- human expression in frequency. It's the highest human mm-hmm. expression. So okay. be happy. <laughs> be happy and joyful. I love that. We'll, we'll leave everybody with that thought today. Be happy, be joyful, and uh, make sure you connect with Anastasia. Again, you can find her at scientifichealer.com. Grab that audio, reach out, uh, and, and connect, and learn a little Thank bit you. more about just how in control you can be of some of the things happening around you. Uh, thank you so much again for being on today, and thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Be sure you like, subscribe, rate, review wherever you are watching or listening, and I will catch you on the next episode.